0: welcome to the connect with county leaders podcast a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with fairfax county leaders to learn about the latest county news and information and hear more on specific fairfax county programs and services now here's your host jim person with this month's guest welcome to connect with county
1: leaders i'm jim person and on this edition of connect with county leaders we're joined again by brian hill fairfax county executive Mr. Hill kicked off the Connect with County Leaders podcast a couple of months ago, and our plan is to chat with him every other month and in between connect with some other Fairfax County leaders. You'll remember on last episode, just last month, we broke some big news on the podcast with Board of Supervisors Chairman Sharon Bulova, who announced right here that she would not be seeking re-election in 2019, now, I'm not sure we have any news along that line today, but we do have some newsworthy topics and some big issues to discuss with County Executive Hill, so let's dive in. Mr. Hill, welcome back. Thanks for being here. You know, that made
2: me chuckle a little bit. Thank you, Jim. How are you today? <laughs> I'm
1: doing good. Yeah. I you know, we're 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 the one year anniversary, if you will, of your being hired as Fairfax County Executive. So I know we're we're not Having that level of news that Sharon Boulevard dropped on us last month. God, I hope not for me and my family. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> it's been it's been a it's been a quick year, it seems like. Or does it? Maybe that's
2: me. Maybe it doesn't seem like that to you. That all depends. Right. That all depends. It's been a very active year, I will say that. Uh, quick, yes, uh, but you know, you still have to go through 365 days. It's just a, it's the a matter of the of the 365 days. that start at eight and end at twelve p.m., 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., because your mind, when I get home, is always racing about what's going on the next day. Right. So it, it has wow. been quick. Uh, the team has done a great job here in Fairfax County. Um, Sue Robinson has made me feel at home. Um, I have and a, Sue And Sue, Sue for Robinson, our listeners, yes, is in she, your office. She, Sue Robinson is my uh, executive administrative assistant. You know, I guess that's the title, but I tell you, she's the boss— Uh, She controls my schedule. She controls my life. And she tells me where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be. And many times she tells me what I'm supposed to say. (laughs) (laughs) You just say yes, ma'am and and go right ahead. I do. I do. But I really, really appreciate her and all the hard work she puts in. She leaves the office a lot of times later than I. Uh, She'll send me to a speaking engagement or an event. And guess what? She's still there. Wow. I'll call her and say I'm done here. Where am I going to next? She'll tell me, and then she'll say, "Hey, boss, it's seven o'clock. I'm heading home." I don't know how I can ever tell her thank you right. other than saying thank you every morning when I see her. Right. Well, wow. I think everybody has to have somebody
1: or multiple people like that in their lives, in their professional lives, their work career. You know, to have that support to to make things happen.
2: Yeah, I I I, I will tell you that she has been a stalwart. And without her, I don't know where I would be yeah. um, after this this short year. <laughs> right, I almost right. said long year. <laughs> <Right. short> year. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on your perspective, yeah. I guess. <laughs> some, I'm sure some staff say it's been a long right,
1: year. <laughs> right. Lessons learned, things uh, you want to, as we're kind of looking back on 2018 before we look ahead to
2: 2019? You know, lessons learned, you know... I, People always talk to me about what's the differences between where you came from and where you are here in Fairfax County, and you know, it's still the same five to seven um, issues that we have. It's just how you put put them to bed, mm. put them in the rest. Um, lessons learned, um, I will tell you that I am still gonna be that open communicator. I think th- the dialogue needs to be even greater as we move forward because mm. we have so many things that are happening in Fairfax County. Uh, THE SCHOOL SUPERINTENDENT HAS BEEN ABSOLUTELY EXCEPTIONAL TO WORK WITH and HIS TEAM, um, THE ONE FAIRFAX CONCEPT, YOU KNOW, LESSONS LEARNED ARE TRYING TO TAKE SOME TIME TO UNDERSTAND WHERE WE NEED TO BE Mm. AND THEN PUT A PLAN IN PLACE TO GET US THERE. Uh, I'VE SPENT A LOT OF TIME LISTENING, WHICH IS VERY OPPOSITE OF MY PERSONALITY, ACCORDING TO JOE (laughs) Monduro, YES, JOE. I SAID JOE MONDORO, Mm WHO IS THE CFO, uh, CHIEF FINANCIAL OFFICER FOR THE COUNTY. He says, I'm a people person <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, no, Joe, I just want to be open and collaborative and we need to talk as much as we possibly can. Right. Because there could be something that somebody says that could be the breakthrough to move us even. Just further. what you needed to hear to kind of spark that idea. Absolutely. Or something. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I'll ask this in a different way uh, or ask it differently. Um Highlights of 2018. What are you most excited about? What are you happiest about accomplishing in your first year here? That 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 kind of thing.
2: Well, I will tell you this: the hiring of John Butler was sincerely it was 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 a big highlight for 2018. He's the fire and rescue. He's chief. a fire and rescue chief. We had an exhaustive nationwide search. He is definitely one of the highlights of 2018. Uh, The work that we're putting towards the strategic plan is a highlight for 2018, being able to come in um, to Fairfax County and to assess where we are and where we need to be. I I think that was something that was done pretty quickly, um, quicker than I thought. Mm -hmm. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. That's okay. Uh, Within the first nine months, the board decided that we did need to move forward with the strategic plan. Um, another highlight in 2018, um, I and mean, there are many, mm-hmm. but things that pop out, um, the collaboration with Tisha Deegan and, and Health and Human Services and moving that organization of 5,000 employees forward, uh, Tisha has done an excellent job in communicating and brokering and ensuring that we are here to provide the adequate, adequate services to all of our county residents. We've stepped it up. Um, in that in that area, so those are the, those are some of the f- few highlights. Right. But you know the biggest highlight I had, I can't remember the gentleman's name. I was in the elevator with him, and I said hello, and he said, "You're talking to me." <laughs> and I looked around, and there's nobody, nobody a, There's nobody else in the <laughs> elevator, and he says to me, "He says, sir, I've worked here 20 years, and the county executives never said hello to me in the elevator." I said, well, "Okay, we can go back to normal," right. and I just was quiet then he starts chatting with me about things Um, I believe he worked in DIT but um, highlights to me is just that I'm very happy and very fortunate to be here in Fairfax County and hopefully making a positive difference um, and a positive change and looking ahead and enjoying the fact that we have a lot of great employees who can talk to me Mm. I want to be able to talk to as many people as I can because again if they have something to offer and they have a comment that could spark that, Absolutely. that could spark it, right. we're good. Right. I mean, that's how, that's how families work. That's how teams work. Right. And I hope we all are working together towards the betterment of Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. A sad story but a happy story, good
1: story, because that shows kind of where we're going. And where we're trying to get to. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Strategic plan. You mentioned that as one of the uh, the highlights, uh, and I wanted to kind of mention that as we, or you know, kind of one of the topics I wanted to talk about. You mentioned, you know, speed of government, if you will. It was very quick. You know, that the the board kind of a, approved this strategic plan initiative. Let's, let's talk a little bit about timeline, how it's going to work. Is this, you know, just one of those plans that we have? to put on the shelf that we can check off and say county government's done it, you know? Uh,
2: I don't think anything that I work on is gonna be put on the shelf and say county government has done it. Um, my goal, and I'm, I'm, and I'm saying my goal because I've spoken to the Board of Supervisors who have told me in my ear, this is where we need it to go. Made it your goal. <laughs> so I say my goal, um, we're looking to get objectives and priorities set and once I have the priorities and objectives set of the Board of Supervisors, then I can incorporate that into how we move Fairfax County into the next 10 and 15 years. Our, our goal is to define and provide operational capital initiatives that allow Joe Mondoro and his team to actually, as well as Tisha and Dave Rohr, who is Deputy County Executive of uh, Public Safety and our new Deputy County Executive, we're going to be looking at how we take those priorities, develop a plan, a financial plan as well as an operational plan to move us forward. It's not something that we put on the shelf. Every year we change the plan to ensure that we are working towards the current mission of the county, because county missions change from time to time due to things that are going around us. Mm -hmm. I cannot predict what's gonna happen in Washington, D.C but I better be three, four, five, and ten steps ahead of the federal government, mm-hmm. as well as I can't predict what lands in Fairfax County that will make a change to our plan to ensure that we have a little bit more to offer to our residents. So mm-hmm. it's also a moving document. Okay. So there's no changes there. But my goal is to think ahead strategically to ensure I can attract some some talent that we have embodied in Fairfax County. And when I say attract, they're probably here already. I just need to get them out and move them forward. That's why I talk to as many people as I can because I know we have more talent here. They just have not been able to rise through the ranks to showcase their talent.
1: I'm gonna ask this cynical question from two perspectives as a... um, government employee who's seen strategic plans who's seen strategic plan processes happen in the past and from the listener now who maybe works for a corporation or business and you know they have a strategic plan and it's this big process they have to go through and maybe they bring in consultants and they have to you know jump through hoops to make this document but there's not a whole lot of follow through or they don't see follow through or follow up i i guess the only way i know to ask it is what makes this time different or better or more effective
2: for a strategic plan well what makes this time different and better for a strategic plan in my view is quite simple amazon is now in northern virginia but it's in crystal city did we have our ducks in a row to allow us to incorporate amazon into fairfax county We gave them a proposal, however, that proposal was not what Amazon wanted. So are we ready for the big companies to come here? Even though 90 plus percent of our companies have 50 or less employees in Fairfax County, Hmm. are we ready for the big company to come here? And we're not, I wouldn't say we're not ready for it, but we need to put some things in place to ensure that we can attract them here. So from a strategic standpoint, yeah, I don't think this is something that we put on the shelf. This is something that works with every board. I have nine districts. People don't understand that 48% of the net wealth is in three of my nine districts. And if I add Sully, wow. if I add Sully to that mix, we're at 59% of the assessed values are in four districts. Wow. So that means the other five... Have about 41% of the assessed value. That doesn't seem like it's a equitable distribution of wealth mm-hmm. in our county. So mm-hmm. we have to start thinking about strategically putting things in place to ensure that we have a balancing effect. So we are good all over the county, not wow. just in certain places, wow. in certain pockets. See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a statistical nerd. When I see things, and I, Jay Doshi, uh DTA, Department of Tax Administration. Whenever he sees an email from me, he knows he's going to have to give me some numbers. Mm -hmm. And this is what my my mind is always working on and towards. How do we provide services equitably to everybody in Fairfax County? It's hard to do because we don't know, in my view, we haven't really looked at the numbers Mm -hmm. to show where the distribution is. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to work with our team to say, look at our distribution. Look where the demographics are. Look at where the pockets are. This is where we have to really spend some time and doing some things. If we're able to up to raise them up, we're, we're in a better place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm meeting with Supervisor Gross to, to discuss Amazon. She's the, she's the lone supervisor I'm meeting with to discuss Amazon, Mason District, backs up into Arlington County, which is Crystal City, which is Amazon. Well, we have probably a 40% vacancy rate in office space in Mason District, wow. which is right against arlington county guess what
1: There's some, some opportunity there There's some opportunities <laughs> over there
2: and you know but how do we capitalize on and that's what we're working on now we're also looking at our school districts and scott's uh scott brameron the superintendent and i have spoken about the three schools in the mason district that are i wouldn't say fully occupied but they have some room hmm. when you look at amazon coming to crystal city Question I now have is where are they going to live?
1: Mm-hmm. What are they going to do for fun? Where are they going to go for, to eat? Where are they going? You know, the, the are moment. they
2: going to live in Arlington or Prince William, or are they going to be in Fairfax? Because we have premier school system. So if they have children, they're going to want to be in the Fairfax County school system. Right. So we have to really create some opportunities. And Barbara Byron, who is uh, taking over a Department of Planning and Zoning as we merge OCR and Fred Seldon is going to be here with us until September. We are looking at a fundamental change in how we do things to ensure that when these companies are ready to come here, they can land here and we can keep moving forward. Bill Hicks and LDS doing a great job. Land Development Services. Sorry. That's okay. I'm getting to be the Fairfax guy now. That's right. Back Speaking in acronyms, man. Yeah, man, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes I don't even know what I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> just do it, just do it ASAP and you'll be and you'll <laughs> be okay. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted your train of thought. That's all right. That's a good thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but you were talking about all of this relates to the economic success initiative that Fairfax County has developed over the the past year, two years, et cetera.
2: Well, believe it or not, the economic success plan was was um, developed in 2015 um, when the new county exec, deputy county executive comes on board. That's one of the things that we're going to look at is that that should be a living document. It should move mm-hmm. every year. Right. It should change just about every year because what happened in 2015 can't be happening in 2018, Right. let alone 2019. Right. So we're going to have to look to the future to ensure that that success plan continues to be a success. Right. The problem with documents, if you put them on the shelf, they're no longer successful. Right, They were... Got to be touching them almost every day. They're a nice, nice paperweight and a nice decoration. <laughs> I got plenty of that in my office, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> so we're talking about Amazon
1: coming. A lot of opportunities, even though it's not in Fairfax County, a lot of opportunity for Fairfax County, which I'm assuming will have a budgetary impact and I'm trying to have a transition here to the uh, to, uh, to a discussion about the budget. <laughs> Why do you want to talk about that? I don't know. It just seems
2: like something we should talk about. Hey, you know, I came on board on uh, January 2nd, 2018. And I think within 90 days, not even 90 days, I was presenting a, a budget. I'm still trying to figure out what I said. <laughs> right. Why do you want to talk about the budget?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe your listeners are slightly concerned about
2: that nothing to be concerned about in Fairfax County. Uh, School system seems to be in a place um, that's pretty good. There's about a $15 million gap with their budget right now. However, the state's coming forward with about another $13 million. Scott and I, sorry, sorry, Dr. Braben and Mm -hmm. I have been talking. He's going to close his gap. Uh, The county gap is about $35 million. Um, We have an MRA Posted into our budget because we do an all-in budget to see where we, we land out. The MRA is 2.51%, $34 million. So if I pull the MRA out, I'm good. So I have to work towards ensuring that we have some sort of increment for the MRA going and, and forward. And MRA is? Market rate adjustment. Okay, and that's for employees. Yes, yeah. Uh, okay. Boy, I'm glad I knew that acronym. I, yeah. You I, didn't I know am, that one? I I didn't as long as you've been here <laughs> i can't know
1: everything <laughs> come on <laughs> so we're talking about market rate adjustment which is compensation, compensation. increase essentially and then we have longevity
2: and, and and some others um um and, and step increases for police and fire so there's some there's a lot of moving pieces of we had a budget conversation um in december um my next one is coming up in the next 2 days so we're going to see how we go. And then when I said we had a budget conversation in December, it started at 10 o'clock in the morning and ended at 3. Wow. And so it went through every fund, every department, every agency trying to understand what their needs are versus what we can do. There's some, you know, certainly we want to do everything, but we can't do it all.
1: Are you, in those conversations, are you saying what can you look at to cut or what, what's kind of the flavor of the tone of that? You know,
2: I never use the word cut. I always use the word, what can we do more efficiently? Mm. And if do we have to keep doing it the same way? You've done mm. it this way since 1980, right. right? Or 1990 or 2000 or 2010. Heck, 2015. Is this the same model that we should be using? So it's never a word of cut because I don't want the team to realize, to think that we're here to cut positions. Right. If you are working in a position today, it might not be the same position you are doing tomorrow, but my goal is to make sure that you have a job continuously. And Mm -hmm. if you have a job continuously, that means you're willing to change because you cannot be saying to me, you're doing it the same way. I don't administer the same way I did three years ago, let alone 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. I have had to change with the times as well. Um, A good analogy for me um, last time i dunked the basketball i think i was like 33 <laughs> right but i still like to play i'll take your word on it right so you got to change your game right. so instead of going to the going to the rim every time at 33 at 51 cuz i'm making sure joe's probably listening to this he's going to say you know you're 51 i play three point line to three point line cuz i can't handle going no, here, to the rim right. and it's too tiring yeah i i pass out before i get to the, <laughs> get to the foul line just pass right. out Right.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> um I do want to come back to something you said, yes you sir. said when we were talking about m r a market yeah. rate adjustment I think that's what it's okay at. yeah compensation essentially, you said something about if I pull that m r a out what I, I think employees who are listening to this, their little antenna went up and said what 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 what's he doing what's going on
2: no what i'm and I appreciate you doing that. I'm just saying we have a we have a deficit right now, and our, we're working towards it, um ensuring that we don't have a deficit because state law, Commonwealth law states that if you put a budget forward, it's got to be balanced. Mm -hmm. So the easy way to balance my budget is no MRA. I'm not proposing that. So what I am proposing is that we go back to the drawing board and figure out ways to ensure that we have something in our budget to compensate the staff. Okay. A couple of ways, at least in my simple
1: understanding of how a budget works, you can either decrease spending or increase your revenue. It seems like a lot of times we talk about cutting. I hate to use the word cut, mm-hmm. but, you know, eliminating cutting, reducing programs, reducing services, reducing the outflow. What about the increasing of the income for agencies with revenues, fees, those type of you things? Know,
2: the only thing that's predictable about a, about a budget is the expenditure side. Hmm. The revenue side is always a crapshoot in my mind. Um we have we have ranged up to two point eight percent increase in revenue. Now the problem with a two point eight increase in revenue is if you expenditures need to increase three percent, you're already off. Right. Right? So we do a lot of great things here in Fairfax County. For us to be in a great place we need to have about five percent increase in revenue generation every year. Hmm. That's virtually impossible. So we're always around that three percent two and a half to three percent range, mm-hmm. and that's the mix. So we can keep our expenditures to no more than three percent. We're always good. Hmm. but there's so many things that we do for the community and for our for our residents. it's almost it's virtually impossible to maintain those quality services at a 2 to 3% increment. We need to be about 5 There's not many places in the United States can say that. Right. So this is why you have tax increases. That's your surefire revenue generation. What we need to start focusing in on is how do we p- create the business opportunity. I'll give you an example. The Providence District is 51% residential and 49% commercial.
1: Okay.
2: In... Fairfax County, we're number 18 in the country for the amount of cranes in our skylines, i.e. meaning building. Really? So we have almost 5 million square feet of space, commercial space, being built in Fairfax County as it stands right now. Wow. Of that 5 million square feet, 3 million of it is in the Providence District. That's going to change Providence Matrix from 5149 to 5248. The 52 will be commercial and the 48 will be residential. You make money on the commercial. Residential provides, we provide services for. So they're going to be one of the few districts in the United States of America that can say they have more commercial than residential in their district when it comes to excess value. Hmm. And those are the kind of things that we have to think about as we move forward. When a citizen says, I want X, my goal is to provide enough revenue to provide X. Mm -hmm. But I can't always do that. Right. The board of supervisors can't always figure out ways to generate more revenue income, but we have to f- understand our processes inside right. to ensure we make it a, f- a swift and efficient process to allow it to happen quicker. Right. Uh,
1: some of the uh, this is fascinating. I mean, I you know to to learn some of these these nuances that that people really don't see on the surface. You really have to dive down a layer two, three, four to kind of understand what's going on and what's happening today its impact three years from now, how that's going to play out, et cetera. That's it's just fascinating.
2: It's, it's, a, it's a challenge. And, and again, coming from a smaller um, jurisdiction to Fairfax County, my numbers get bigger. Right. But I still have to boil it down to right. make people understand where we are. And when I say we're, we're, we're 13% of the population in the Commonwealth, we're 24% of the net wealth is right here and the entire Commonwealth is right here in Fairfax County. Mm. And we have to be able to generate money back from Richmond to allow us to do things. Every penny from Richmond is a, equates to about $36 million. Hmm. So if we can just get two pennies back from Richmond, right, right. $72 million is on top of our base. That works out for us because our one penny generates about $25 million. But if Richmond gave us a penny back, it equates to $36 million. Hmm. Understanding the nuances between the generation coming in and the generation going out is right. helping me figure out how to talk to nice people like you. Right. It makes me sound like well, I know sorry. what I'm Somebody talking else about, I hope. <laughs> yeah, It's like the elevator <laughs> like talk. Like the elevator, right? Somebody
1: else in here I'm, I'm not aware of. Next time you're with us, which will be in March, the budget will already have been presented.
2: I think it's February 19th we present the budget. Okay. I believe
1: so. We'll we'll have a little more discussion in uh, March uh, about that. But any timeline kind of stuff that we should know about now, as we're we're starting the new year, kind of broad timeline, what residents can can understand, budget 101 kind of thing, as, as they're looking to their county.
0: Well,
2: last year in my first 90 days, we had 45 community meetings on the budget after we submitted. Wow. So, any time between February 19 in April and I'm not sure when we adopt this year, but anytime between February. Mid and, to and, mid to late kinda yeah, April. And April, we're gonna have the road show again, Joe Mondoro, Joe LaHate, um, anybody we can find, Christina Jackson, we're gonna be out in every district talking about the budget with the superintendent and his team, making sure people understand what we're trying to do and where we're moving forward to. And that's gonna be the key. And I would love to see more people come out and hear us talk about all the things that we do in Fairfax County as opposed to listening to all the things we don't do. Because if we're Mm going to do these things and you want these things, there's only so many things we can do with the base that we have. Once we are able to prioritize what we should be doing, which is going to be coming through with a strategic plan, we can knock things off so we can get to the other things that people want us also to do. Hmm. So it's it you know I I always look at our budget and I say to Joe Mondoro all the time, all right, so we need ten dollars to fix that, but we're only putting two dollars on it, which means it's going to be back next year because it's not fixed. Why don't we just put ten dollars on that and ten dollars on that, and then fix those two so we don't see them next all year? Right, we move, can just move them off and the list. we yeah we can move on to something else. So the concept and the mindset has to change just a tad. Gotcha. But we have so many competing interests, right, right and if I can't generate in the in the Providence, the Hunter Mill, the Drainsville and the Sully, then I can't give to other places like the Lee, the Mason, the Braddock, uh, the Springfield, and I'm missing one. Who am I missing? I don't know who I'm missing I, I, Mount Vernon you're, sorry. Put, you're putting me on the spot. No it's, always, it's always supervisor Stork. I always right. sit that. <laughs> Supervisor Stork's my main. Sorry, man. supervisor Stork. No, he boy, I tell you, he get he is a communication hound dog. He gets me on the text messages. I uh, love him to death. He is always on me. You know what? The day that I know that I'm in his good graces is when he comes up to me and says, "You did well, son." And he does. He says that a lot. But he also tells you when you don't do well. So it's all well, good. We have a really, really great talking relationship. Um communicates all the time. Um well, Actually, uh, yeah. but I communicate all the time with the, the, with the entire board. So I, I, I shouldn't say he's better than, uh, in communication than the others, but he's the one that makes me laugh the most. Right. Uh, his, some <laughs> of his text messages are legendary. Right. Well, <laughs> maybe we'll have some competing text wars now with the other supervisors.
1: <laughs> hey, only a couple of minutes left, but there was one topic I wanted to make sure we talked about, and that's winter weather. County closings if in case of winter weather and uh, how folks are notified and that kind of thing. And this is a two-parter again. Employees, a lot of times, are upset because the county doesn't close when we have, you know, half an inch of snow. And then other residents or employees in different places of the county are upset because we didn't close because their business follows what Fairfax County does. So I know we don't have a lot of time left, but very briefly, tell us how that decision process happens. Uh, and, and kind of what the thought process is behind closing, not closing, those kind of things.
2: Well, before I say that, the first thing I want to say to every county employee, if you believe it's unsafe to come to work, I suggest you take your personal leave and stay home because your life is more important than anything else, and it's more important to your family. Secondly, we wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning if it's a nighttime winter storm. Wet, Dave Rohr is on the phone, and he has to figure out, one, if it's safe to drive, we're going to be open because we have to serve 1.2 million people. People don't really understand the, the, the amount that we have to serve. We close government. I'm not saying it's a, it's a financial hit, <clears throat> but it's a service hit to other folks who are expecting us to be open. So we try to err on caution. However, we cannot make calls as quickly as people want us to make them. I will tell you this. Last year... I'm on a call with Dave Rort at 4 a.m. I said, Dave, we're opening. At 5 a.m., we're still opening. At 6 a.m., he calls me and says, boss, we just had a 16-car pileup on 395. That was the first time I've ever closed county government. Wow. That cost for that day was north of 800 $1,000 because people don't see all the other things that happen. So if you live outside of the county and you can't make it to work, don't wait for me to call Liberal Leave because, personally, my family's first to me. And I've told you this. If I have a soccer game in James City County for my oldest son who, is a, who, who, who plays soccer, I will be driving down to James City, and then I'm driving back to Fairfax the same day. So family is ultimately your first priority. If you believe you cannot make it to work because of the weather— I don't know what the weather is in West Virginia. I don't know what the right. weather is in in Charles City, Maryland. Don't know. I'm only concentrating on the 409 square here in Fairfax. And if I believe it's unsafe to come to work here in Fairfax, then I will do what I have to do. Right. But I cannot be controlling right. the weather elsewhere. Just can't do it. Right. I wish I could. Right. <laughs> It would be nice to have that power, hey, wouldn't it? you know, <laughs> look, we had snow in South Carolina once when I was there. That was amazing to me. We're in Hilton Head, and it's two inches of snow on the ground. People are like, you know, close. By the time we woke up, it was gone. Right. No, I'm not closing. Right. <laughs> Probably first time and yeah. last time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. family yeah. first. Yeah. Fam- take care of your family. They're the most important people. Yeah. Take care of them first. And if you believe you cannot make it, please do just, me a favor. Just take your leave. Just take your leave.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. But I got to worry about 409 square miles. I can't worry about the 1,200 square miles right. where people are coming Come, in from coming other – vi- Yeah, I, yeah. I, as much as I want to, just can't do it. All I got to right. con- concentrate here. I hear you.
1: We are slam out of time, over time, but want to thank you for being on the podcast again with My us My pleasure. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Final, final word, final thought, anything you want to add?
2: Yeah, I didn't realize that Sharon Bolivar was um, retiring. When did that happen?
1: Catch last month's podcast,
2: and you'll see. Learn that's about that's, it. that's that's see. I told her when she told me what she was doing, I you told looked, her no, right? I, I did because that was a part of our agreement when I signed up to be a uh, um, the county executive. I said, You had to give me 17 more years, right? And she laughed,
1: <laughs> she, had, she had her fingers crossed, didn't she? That's among other things, right? <laughs>
2: no, but I wish her all the best. Um, She's been a stalwart here in Fairfax County, a uh, really, really easy person to work with, but yet very, very, very demanding in the sense that she wants it a certain way. And you know what way she wants it because she's very clear in how she expresses where we need to move forward to. Yes. So I'm going to miss that. Um, yeah. And whoever is on the board when in in the November, uh, we welcome you to Fairfax County. We're going to have a, a supervisor onboarding as well as executive onboarding mm. so we can start talking about how we're moving the, the county right. forward quickly. Well, and as Chairman Boulava said on last
1: month's uh, episode of Connect with County Leaders, she is still in office till the end of 2019, so I want to
2: make sure that's clear. <laughs> so she, she did tell me that as right, well. I'm still right. here a full year, Brian. Right. Like, yeah, but that's not what I signed up for. Right. <laughs>
1: Mr. Hill, thanks for being it's with us. It's my pleasure, Jim. Absolutely. Great to have you here, and we'll talk to you in two more months as we're uh, doing the Every Other Month
2: chat with you on Connect with county and leaders, make sure you have a happy new year because this is a new
0: year, my man. It is. All right, guys. It is. Thank you. All right, buddy. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit FairfaxCounty.gov/podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at FairfaxCounty.gov/radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. You also may call 703-Fairfax, that's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Or email public Affairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.